Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, September 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. I see you could be bothered to turn up for this one. It wasn't that I couldn't be bothered to turn up. I was just, I was on holiday, my friends. A proper holiday on an island that didn't have Wi-Fi or even televisions. Nice. It was, it was wonderful. It was, it was really, really good. Down in the south coast of Devon, where uh, Agatha Christie had a beach house. Uh, I, I thoroughly recommend it. Uh, Bur- Borough Islands. There you go. There's a little plug for There's it. Not plug, yeah, our official <laughs> island sponsor of the... Not <laughs> <laughs> sponsor us or anything. I just had a wonderful time there. Um, but you guys held the fort. Uh, thank you very much for doing that and putting on a great show. Uh, so I'll let, you, I'll let you run through last week's results, because I was not a part of it. Once I introduce this week's co-host, which is Mr. Joey Slenzak. How are you, Joey? Hey, guys. Not too bad. How about yourself? Very well. And for those of us uh, that are watching on Patreon, we will see just black out your windows there, Joey. And that's not because this is so late. It's because it's disgustingly early in the morning for you. This is too early for me, and I'm in the UK. And you are... (laughs) Five hours behind that. What time is it? Uh, it's uh, it's three thirty a.m. And that's um, not. So and I, this is you up for the day as opposed to still up from the day um, before. Maybe maybe an hour hour and a half early. Um, but yeah, I, I've got work at six a.m. Um, basically, in a couple hours. Usually if, up around if five. If there's anyways, any time or any show to be up for, it's the one that you went eight out of eight on your picks. Yeah including middle section ones absolutely smashed it um great well let, let's hear the recap then gordo I'll, yeah? I'll ping myself <laughs> onto mute and let you guys tell the story of last week okay well i'll start off with my banker uh which did first ever cancelled game i've had uh atletico madrid versus sevilla too wet rained off uh so there was no banker for me there um yeah, a bit of an odd one. It's been Spain, kind of a lot of the south of um, Europe was getting heavily rained on uh, last week. Greece, uh, Italy, places like that as well. So uh, this game did not take place. So uh, yeah, no, no banker, no non-runner, um, which takes us on to Dave, who, in contrast, had perhaps the worst week he's ever had. Um, but that's just that is just life. So uh, he's been very very good outside of that, and um, so. Don't let that tar your opinion of them. But we'll start with Leeds, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Banker had Leeds. Leeds are obviously much better than Sheffield Wednesday. They weren't on this day. Nil-nil draw. Nothing happened in the game. My kind of result, uh, but in the wrong slot here. Um, so yeah, which takes us on to the, the winningest man in Trample Bet. Uh, Joey, how, what was your banker? For the uh, for the past weekend, at least. Let's not, yes. uh, let's not get too carried away. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a perfect start. Uh, I had Violet Odense on Friday. 
and I like both teams to score. We could get that at six to nine. And we were paid out in 20 minutes. Um, first half, both to score. I kind of like second half, both to score. And Violet did their part, but unfortunately, Odin's Day did not. And so Violet got their first win of the season, 2-1. I mean, I hated this. <laughs> and you were so correct. So well done on that one. Uh, but yeah, good good to, because I just picked Odin's Day straight up which is a losing bet. Mm -hmm. So well done, Joey, on that yeah. one in your banker. Which takes us on to Value Town. Uh, I was in Real Betis versus Rio Vallecano. Uh, this was Saturday, 8 o'clock. Uh, Betis won this game 1-0. So um, no early payout or anything, but yeah, they, they won the game 1-0. Good result for the Betis boys. Taking us on to Dave, where he took his first foray into Brazil, and it wasn't actually a productive one. He took Botafogo to beat Flamenco. Um Ended up a 2-1 win to Flamenco. Did much less XG in this game, 0.85 versus 1.2. Um, they actually did have another goal chopped off, though, so probably not as close as maybe the XG um, was alluding to. Uh, no value for Dave. On to Joey's value, which I fucking loved because I used it as a middle section. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun one. Uh, obviously, we had seen each other's picks beforehand, so I was like, oh, you're bringing that to the middle. Okay, <laughs> No, I like that one. Um, but I had AC Milan to win against Roma. Uh, you could have gotten that around 2.7-ish. And we had the perfect start with Giroud nailing a penalty in the ninth minute. And then Rafael, Rafael Leao made it 2-0 in the 48th minute, which I'm not sure if you guys saw that, the highlights from it. Absolutely unbelievable volley. He's like holding the defender off in the box, probably a little past the six-yard box. And like as he's falling down almost like a like a half Bicycle scissor kick, kick. Yeah. just bangs it in off the post and in. It was absolutely sublime. Um, and then, yeah, they had a red card in the 61st, 61st minute, and then Roma made it 2-1 in the 92nd minute. Definitely got a little dicey there at the end. Uh, I was watching a, a little bit on my way to uh, golf league that day, and they they missed a sitter at the end. They, they absolutely missed a sitter at the end, but hey, I'm not mad about it. We, yeah. uh, it was early paid out for everybody, but but the people in the uh, the US here. But it was uh, yeah, it was a stick on one all the way. Fab result there, Joey. Uh, yeah, so uh, two out of three on the the values there as well, which took us on to the outsiders, um, which I had my own only blemish on, considering my banker was cancelled. Um, I took Union Berlin in the opportunity that Andy wasn't here to to get a win against uh, RB Leipzig. They lost three 0 but this game wasn't really the way you think it was. They were down 1-0 and were down to 10 men um, and then they just kind of capitulated in the 85th minute so they were pretty close in it as well. It was Kevin Volland that got sent off. So it wasn't even as if it was their, it was their, you know, their main, main man up top. Um, but yeah, they conceded in the 85th and 87th to make it 3-0. So they, they kept it tight but they were in no danger of winning this game after going down to 10 men. So that was my outsider in here. Dave's outsider which was actually the first pick to let down the mega because I was watching it in my wife's parents' house with like looking at the cash out of like 190 quid after like fucking four or five games. I was like, shitting hell, we're getting this in, boys. Um, this was Everton versus Sheffield United in a really, really good game. I don't know if you, I think Andy was also watching this with us as well because where I don't know you, were you here? Yeah, I was keeping tabs on it for sure. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it's a two each game. Um, Sheffield United, uh, we're down 1-0, brought it back to 2-1. Uh, 
Everton then scored to make it two each. And Ollie McBurney uh, was denied by a fabulous save by Jordan Pickford at the end, uh, like a double save off the bar, and then you know, smothering it when he could have just let a goal in there. Um, I can't believe that double save. Like that was all they talked about. There'd been a whole really good game of football, and all the post-match analysis was about that moment. Yeah. So it was in Pickford and uh, Pickford and McBurney like shook hands at the end as well, just being like fucking hell. But like we've, we've both done as much as we could there, and and not ended up with a well a positive result for Sheffield United. So he was actually unlucky with the outsider on that one. So two each in there, which took us on to Joey's outsider, which was fucking mental. Holy shit! Yeah. Um. So I had Magdeburg against Hertha Berlin, and I like the uh, win plus both to score mainly on the Magdeburg win. And I was like, oh, well, Hurt is kind of starting to starting to get it figured out. They, they could probably contribute a goal or two. Team finished 6-4. Just insane. We had five goals in the first half. And then I want to say it was five goals in the second half as well. Yeah, it was, five goals in the second half as well. And it, it was, was just back-to-forth, end-to-end action. If, if you were a neutral, that would have been the game to go to this weekend. But the interesting thing, Joey, when watching it was your team never had the lead. They were yeah. constantly behind. 1-0, one 1 each, 2-1, two 2-1, two each, 3-2, three 3-4, two, three, yeah, was four, three, four each. It was a great show of uh, but when they went resilience. Ahead, from... Yeah, but when they went ahead to make it 5-4, I think, that was it. They're yeah. going to win now. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was, it was great. Yeah, just uh, running through the goals here. We had a second-minute goal for Hertha. Magdeburg equalizes five minutes later. Hurt to take the lead again in the 22nd minute. 37th minute equalizer. Scored just before the half, 42nd minute. And then Magdeburg equalized in the 49th minute. Another lead in the 55th minute. Equalized in the 58th minute. And then 68th minute, they got their first uh, lead of the game. But biggest thing, I mean, they they didn't trail for more than 15 minutes the entire match. So. Yeah. Magdeburg definitely have the firepower to kind of keep up with most of those big boys, and it'll be interesting to see how they do this year. And it's really funny. I was looking at the like the odds, exact like the past odds on Flash Score. They didn't even have six to four on the uh, on the correct score. This is yeah. what's priced up. The uh, closest was five to four, was three hundred and fifty to one. So uh, yeah, I can't imagine too many people around. Yeah, that we're, one, we're but, on the uh, six, we're on the six four line. Um, exactly. Luckily, uh, they they held out. And, uh, yeah, they grabbed that second, second, or I guess their sixth goal to go up two 0 in the ninety third minute. So good result for yeah. Joey in there, and, That's about and all I could ask for. And he was uh, so he won out of three on outsiders for us between, <clears throat> which takes on to charity, which we were very close with. I took the Friday night game that Dave didn't like. Uh, this was Luton versus West Ham, and I took West Ham away. Um, they won two one. Uh, they they were paid out two uh, 0 as well, um, so a good result for uh, for West Ham there away at Luton. Kenilworth Road's first game they had enough to beat them. The only reason you were getting them at four to five was because it was first game at Kenilworth Road. You see that game later on in the season after Luton are you know perennially down the bottom. They're, yeah, yeah they'll be one to two, yeah. you know, or less. Um, so yeah, good result in the charity for me. Less good result for Dave, uh, cementing his offer, which which. Uh, it's is not a is not a winning winning look on there. Uh, this was Rotherham versus Norwich City. Rotherham won this game two nil uh, two one. Uh, Rotherham were up two 0 They'd way less of the ball. They'd way less chances. They only had three shots on target. Norwich had seven. Like Norwich had much better of this game. 
just one of those ones where they, they couldn't convert that into goals. So, uh, yeah, not not to be for uh, Norwich versus Rotherham, which takes me on to the pleasure of rounding out this weekend. <clears throat> Joey, charity. Yeah, so this was actually my last match chronologically. So it's actually kind of funny. My banker is first, then value, then outsider. It all it all worked out nice, nicely chronologically, and then obviously result wise, it was exactly what we were looking for. I had uh, Klagenfurt away to Austria Vienna. I like the double chance, and it's actually really good that I kind of switched these up. Initially, I was looking at Magdeburg win for the charity slot, which I would have lost my mind trying to follow that and being worried about that actually coming in um, straight up. And then I would like the Klagenfurt win straight up for my outsider and they had a two nil win or two nil two nil two one lead in the 70th minute um but they were pegged back in the 91st minute and then just kind of held on for a two two draw but another common thing just quick equalizers teams uh was it vienna scored in the third minute and then Klagenfurt equalized in the ninth um so not really conceding too much and then just kind of staying in it and yeah finally uh Finally got my first four of four. That was, uh, yeah, it was a cherry on top. I was kind of hoping it, the way it actually worked out, I think it was the, the last pick of the show yeah. um, out of all of us or something like that, but it would have brought in, I mean, obviously brought in my four of four, but then it would have also brought in the charity trouble. Yeah. It's a nice little uh, twofer, but unfortunately, uh, Norwich were missing my guy, Josh Sargent. So I'm going to say that was the reason why yeah, they, that's uh, they totally pull it out. But, uh, but yeah, no, great. Uh, Great weekend, and then ironically, I had Klagenfurt win for my five team ACA. Um, I ended up audibling and going with some Friday bullshit that obviously <laughs> didn't come in. But yeah, literally one goal away from like six hundred bucks, one hundred and twenty five to one, something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I kind of had a feeling something like that would happen. But uh, to pick yeah, eight we're, we're, winners we're about it. and not select five of them in your own five team ACA. Is some yeah. some some real joy shit in there, but like that's some brilliant mate. Well done, thoroughly deserved. And on on show twenty five, you went four for four. Yeah, beautiful joy, yeah, lovely to see it. Good odds, sure. very good odds as well when you combine them all. So congratulations, and uh, you've set you set the standard now, Joy. So we'll be expecting it again this week. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I'm always going to try to bring that spice. <laughs> of course, and um, you alluded to it there, Gordon. Uh, his middle section picks all came in and we're about to go to that middle section. So that's for those of us that um, are members of Trampled Bet Club on Patreon. We, You can see this video podcast live. Well, not live, but as soon as we record it. But you get you get to see the pictures of us in the, in the recording of the video call. Uh, you get the middle section, which is where we go to the advert in the normal podcast. Instead, you get a little extra section where we bring any picks that we liked from the, from the week that didn't make the final cut of the show. You also get the cheat sheet, so all the picks written down. So there's plenty of good things um, about being a patron, as well as you get to support the show. It costs costs six pound a month, but a whole lot of extra content. So go to www.tramplebet.com. That's what our producer Gary Black tells me to say. Just direct everyone there. You can find all the links. Um, so join us on Patreon and come here the middle section for everyone else. We will see you after this short break. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, September 16th, 2023. As usual, banker picks, value picks, outsider picks from each of us, and then one pick from each of us on a treble, and any winnings go to charity. £10 of our own money on that. Um, who's, who's backing it this week, Gordon? What happened last week? Did you get your charity in and I wasn't here? Yeah, I got my yeah, charity in. I backed it. it last week. so I'll do it this week. That's fantastic. £10 of my own money on the treble. Any returns go to a charity that will announce should we hit a winner. But let's start with those banker bets. And mine is ha, never back the early kickoff, except this early kickoff, because in my opinion, this is just the odds are good here. It's Saturday, 12.30 in the Scottish Premiership for St. Johnson versus Rangers. And Rangers and away win here is one to four, which I think is actually quite high, considering how much better they are than St. Johnson, who are currently bottom of the table, having played four games and only picked up two points. Rangers haven't got off to the start they wanted. They could beat in the old firm um, against Celtic and they only have six points from their four games. But they've had a busy, busy schedule, what with playing some European games. They, they're a class above St. Johnson. They've only lost once to St. Johnson since 2010. Okay, that was last year. <laughs> so it's reasonably recent. But I don't think they're going to let that happen again. They know even at this early stage in the season, you can't win the league now, but you can certainly lose it by giving up ground to Celtic. So they'll, they'll want to... Uh, they want to get back on the wagon, and I think this is the perfect time to do it. Uh, St. Johnson last week at home went 2-0 down to Dundee, which is which is not good. Okay, they clawed it back and got two each, but if you'd backed the away team there, early payout rules from Bet365 meant you would have got a good payout on the away win. I don't think we'll be relying on that this weekend. I think this will be quite a comfortable win for Rangers. So, 1-4. to four. Cool. Uh, I am in a... Nice normal league for all of us. I am in the EPL, a nice traditional UK kickoff time of a 3 p.m. Saturday um, for City at West Ham. One to two. Now, both Andy and Joey for Patreon viewers only will have looked at me like, why the fuck are you doing that? West Ham are actually really good at the moment. And they are. They are very good. They're second. The only people that are better than them are Man City. Um, yeah. Man City are about to do that thing they do where they kick into gear and win the league about now-ish. And then, uh, yeah, we all like they have a little capitulation just after Christmas where they lose to like Brentford and Bournemouth. And then they come back and just win it by like 12 points at the end. Um, yeah, I think West Ham are really good. They play really well on the counter. They actually don't do too well against reigning champions. Uh, in the last 10 games they've played, when they played against the reigning champions, they have only won one game, lost nine in there. Um, when they're playing against the current reigning champions. Um, they're they're decent, West Ham. And that's why I like City here, because you're getting them at a much larger price than you usually would get them at. You get them at one to two here to win away at West Ham. Um, they smashed Fulham 5-1 the last time they played. 
they're just in very good form. They've got the best striker in the world who also scored in the international break. Half their players were playing against Scotland and uh, in Scotland, England, and Phil Foden and Kyle Walker just made us look incredibly average. And I know we didn't do much out there, out there but they just are, are are very, very good. Yeah, I just like City here. They've taken 12 points from four games. They'll have 15 after five. One to two. Joey. Yeah. Yeah, and also for my uh, banker, I'm going to be in Belgium. And like I always say, I'm bringing the spice. Uh, there's, there's definitely some spice in this banker. Because uh, I've got Anderlecht to win against Kortrijk. And that's going to be around 1.7. I've been seeing it drift kind of shorter into more of like a 6 to 9 range. Um, but that's going to be on Sunday at 3 p.m. So second place Anderlecht hosts last place Kortrijk. And as I've been saying, I mean, it should be pretty pretty straightforward given that Kortrijk, have, uh, they've lost five of their first six matches. And Anderlecht have won four of their first six. And they're actually undefeated in their last five. Kortrijk have won. They've lost two and drawn one in their three home matches so far. And the big kind of theme with Kortrijk has just been goals conceded galore. Um, three plus goals conceded in four of their six matches and Anderlecht have actually won three of the last four meetings overall and four of the last seven meetings at Kortrijk. And they should have more than enough quality offensively and defensively to just wreak havoc. Um, I think 1.7 is a phenomenal price. Thanks, my man. Sounds good. Fantastic. Usually, Gordon, this is the point that I would tell you what that works out as, but I am not at my usual setup with my usual screens and there are firewalls that block gambling. That's fair enough. I'm, I'm guessing it'll be about two-ish to one, maybe slightly under. That's general, generally what it shakes out as. But if you're if you're on if you're on Patreon, you'll be able to get the cheat sheet. So that is, and all good. One of the one of the benefits. On to the value picks then, and I am very close to home. Saturday, three p.m. Good traditional UK kickoff time in the Scottish Championship for Wraith Rovers versus Inverness. You were going to take this game. I'm so glad I left it out as well. Continue, continue. I can't wait to get to the end of this and see what I want to say about it. I think I think that means you like it. I hope it means you it like is. it. It is. So Wraith are joint top of the league after four games played, ten points. So obviously that's unbeaten. That's three wins and one draw. Whereas Inverness are rock bottom of that league with only one point from four games taken. Um, Wraith have been good. Pretty, pretty consistent, beating teams across the board. However, Inverness have been atrocious. Last week, they get beat away at Arbroath 4-2. No one should be conceding four goals to Arbroath. Dundee United went 4-0 up against Arbroath in the first half. Um, and Wraith are a team joint with Dundee United at the top of the league. I think this could potentially get messy for Inverness and be a very hard day for them. The odds of this game, you'll get Wraith at 10-11. to 11 almost even money for a home win, which is, in my opinion, incredible value, hence they're my value pick. Who's the head-to-head? The head-to-head between the two? Oh, the fact that Inverness usually uh, usually win this game. It's been a draw a few times. It's a different Inverness team I this know. year. That's, do you know That's the only thing. reason I didn't pick it was I looked at the head-to-head and I was like, just kept going down. I was like, oh, this is... But yeah, it's a different Inverness who are just getting pumped every week. So yeah, I think it's a good shout. I did not scroll down enough here. There's <laughs> <Just keep laughs> an exercise for our listeners. Go to the head-to-head on Flash score of this game. You'll have to scroll a lot before you see a Wraith win. 
the year 2000. Yep. So, yeah, gladly. We're Those gonna... streaks are there to be broken, and this is the time to break it. I, th- but I think you're right. Even money, almost even money is brilliant here. Yeah. So, I mean, I respect that pick a lot because my value is much more shite baggy than that. Um, uh, I'm going to take Napoli away at Genoa, as Joey probably already likes as well. It's two to three in the value in the value slot, which I'm sure I've had bankers around that value. But they are a value pick this week. Genoa just got promoted. Um, Napoli have taken six points from three games. Their only loss coming to Sagantosu and St. Troiden legend Daigichi Kamada, who's been fucking brilliant this season when they bought him from Frankfurt. Um, yeah, Lazio have been a bit of a surprise package in there, occasionally getting beat by teams they shouldn't be getting beat by and beating teams they shouldn't be beating. Uh, yeah, they won that game 2-1. They th- two goals chopped off like minute after minute as well in the second half, so it could have got really messy for Napoli. Anyway, Napoli are going to come back into this game against Genoa and beat them. Genoa have lost to Lazio, they've lost to Torino, and they've lost to Fiorentina. Um, they've only scored one goal thus far in the league. Um, Napoli won't let that slide happen for too long. They, they've lost one game. It was against uh, Lazio in there. They beat Sassuolo 2-0. They beat uh, Frozenoni 3-1 in there. So they've beaten teams that have get promoted recently as well. Head-to-head's pretty good as well. Uh, they've beat them four out of the last five times. Napoli away 2-3. Yeah, so uh, for my value pick, I'm going to be in the Netherlands. And speaking of newly promoted teams, um, instead of fading one, I will be backing one with uh, Heracles versus Utrecht. And I like Heracles' win, the home win at 6-4. to four. So that's going to be on Saturday at 8 p.m. And as I mentioned, Heracles were recently promoted this season, but they finished top of the first Divisier last season um, with a plus 61 goal differential, which is just insane. Um, and they've settled right back into their winning ways, uh, winning back-to-back matches um, after a tough opening match against Ajax, which nobody's going to blame them for losing at Ajax. Um, but Utrecht, on the other hand, they've lost their opening four matches, scoring just once and conceding 10 goals. And I think a lot of that is partly due to losing their talisman, um, Duvikas. Anastasio Duvacas, he uh, finished last season technically tied with Xavi Simons for the, I guess, the top scorer in the league. But I'm sure there's something with assists that kind of what gave Xavi that edge. Um, but yeah, so both of Pericles' wins, their two wins this season, have come against smaller teams kind of further down, like uh, Nijmegen and I'm trying to think who the other one was, Excelsior. Which they Excelsior in the Earth State Um But yeah, a lot of their promotion campaign last season was built on home form with 48 points in 19 home matches, scoring 61 of their 103 goals for, and only conceding 17 of their 42 conceded. Um, granted, I mean, obviously different different caliber of teams, but that's kind of how this team was sort of getting on. And Utrecht are actually one of four teams that have failed to pick up a single point in their first four matches. And so I think 2.5-ish, 64, uh, it's a great price for the home win. I I would expect some goals in this this one. I don't necessarily think uh, Heracles are going to keep a clean sheet, but they should have more than enough to uh, edge out an Utrecht side that have really just struggled to find that goal-scoring form. Sure. 
no problemo. Fantastic. On to the outsiders then, uh, where we look for something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog, but we think actually has a pretty good chance of coming in. And my game is Sunday at 5pm in the Danish Superliga for Aarhus versus Brondby. And the away win for a good Brondby team here is over your threshold, Gordon, 21 to 10. Well so done. You'll be, del- you'll be delighted. You'll be delighted with that price. Uh, so better than two to one for a Brondby win here. We're seven games into the Superliga season and Brondby are right up there. 15 points from those seven matches, just three points behind FC Copenhagen, who lead the way in top spot. Aarhus not too far back, uh, 12 points from their seven games. But there's a bit of a home away split with them. Their home performances haven't been brilliant. Um, they've picked up seven points from four games at home, scoring five and conceding five. Whereas Bromby are one of the best away performers in the league, albeit a small sample size with nine points from four away games. I'd expect both these teams to make the, the top half. So this is very much like the Scottish Premiership where the league splits in two near the end of the season and the top half all play each other and the bottom half all play each other. Um, so I, I would expect both these teams to be top half. But the fact you're getting 21 to 10 on Bromby is what is... Uh, it's the price again that's really setting this for me. Head-to-head-wise, G-Man, since you pointed out in the last pick, uh, the last four times these teams have played, uh, Bromby have won twice and there's been two draws. So recent historical head-to-head also favours Bromby in this spot. Um, 21 to 10 is just, it's just a nice price for a game, I think, that yep, absolutely could go either way. But take, take, take the underdog in that spot. Yeah. Hey, man, look, I have no problem... With, with these kind of things. And historical form doesn't even really bother me in most things. It's just when you look back to the year 2000 <laughs> and they haven't won. You're like, and it's not like they don't play each other all the time. The time constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll take you on outsider land then for me in a much more familiar league that I've let circle, let it percolate like a nice coffee in there. We've got uh, Cosenza versus Sudtirol in the Sierra B. I think I backed this as an outsider last year in the same position, and it also came in for me. Um, I think this game will be a draw. Um, Cosenza versus Sutterol met twice last season. They were in the Sierra B together last season. Also two draws, a nil-nil and a one each in there as well. The reason I think this is going to be a draw is Sutterol's away form isn't good. They get all their points at home, but they tend to eke out draws to, to, to get themselves up the league. The reason they got into the playoffs was they were managing to like draw every one in like one in two games away from home and um, that requiring Casenza, pretty good team in here. You know, they're they're not too bad. But as I've said, they drew the two games last season they played against each other. Um Sutero started the season quite well. They've taken seven points from three games. Casenza have taken four points from four games, averaging a draw a game. Um I just think this game will be a draw. And the bookies think this game will be a draw as well. It's 21 to 10 for the draw, which gives you an inclination that they, they don't want to pick a side on this either. So, uh, Casenza versus Sudtirol. This is one o'clock, first game uh, of the first game of the, the weekend for me, one o'clock on Saturday. So, 21 to 10. Joey, where are we? Yeah. What are you fancying? All right. So, uh, we're going to go back to the well here with. Uh... In Austria with Klagenfurt hosting LASK and uh, Gordo. I think our symbioticism is starting to, uh, to freak sort of link up here because <laughs> I also like a draw. 
Uh, that is a big work for this time in the morning, Joey. I know. Just just tells you my brain's at least kind of firing. Still. <laughs> We're not uh, completely awake. But uh, yeah, the draw's at 3.75. That's going to be on Saturday at 4 p.m. And a lot like Quiddos Pick, this is another team that really, really leans on that home form and kind of struggled away from home. We've got a top four battle with LASK in third place and then our beloved Klagenfurt in fourth. And so while LASK are consistently in the top in the top five of this league, they won it back in 2019-2020. I mean, this is going to be a tough test against a high-flying Klagenfurt. Klagenfurt have yet to lose this season. And while LASK have picked up one more win than Klagenfurt, a lot of their success has come at home. Klagenfurt have drawn four of their six matches to start the season and have drawn both home league matches, while LASK have drawn back-to-back away matches, one of which was in Champions League qualifying or one of the European competitions, um, where exactly as I was expecting, conceded first and then equalizer shortly after. Granted, they had a 2-1 lead in the first leg, so I'm sure that played some some bit into it. Um, But historically, these sides have drawn three of their last five meetings at Klagenfurt, and so with this scorching form for Klagenfurt, I'm fully expecting both sides to just cancel, cancel each other out. Uh, 1-1 or 2-2. Should be some goals and should be hopefully a draw. Good stuff, Joey. Goals, that's what you're all about. So two draws. Oh, I, went for it. I went for Brondi. Um, like, let's hope I don't let that down. It's just it's just primed now for Arvis Brondi to also be a draw, isn't it? And for the, the draw treble to he come draws. in. I, Let's hope that's not, that that'll be fine as long as Bromley go 2-0 up. Yeah. <laughs> they can do what they like after yeah. that. <laughs> on to the charity bet then. So let's get a winner in for charity. One pick from each of us. I'll put £10 of my own money on that and all the proceeds. Should we get any? Um, we'll go to a charity we'll announce next week. I'm going to play it, in my opinion, relatively safe. I'm also going to be at this game. So regular or even semi-regular listeners will know who I'm backing this week. Dundee United versus Oh, you should have done it. You should have done something totally different. But like, uh, Sagan Tosu away <laughs> at Lita. Yeah, we're going to be in Copenhagen? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I am in Copenhagen quite a bit. Not this trip, though. Um, so, yeah, I'll be, I'll be in Dundee on Saturday to watch top of the league Dundee United play third bottom green at Martin. Okay, we're only four games into the season, five games for, for some teams. But Dundee United have been have been good. Ten points, top of the league, ten goals scored, only one conceded. Uh, so pl- plus nine goal difference from those, those four games. Whereas Martin, only three points from their four matches. They've scored six and conceded 11 goals. Um, I watched Dundee United every week. We beat Airdrie 2-0 last week so comfortably. It was ridiculous. Scored in the first five minutes and then scored in stoppage time at the very end of the game and a whole load of nothing happened for 85 minutes. But that was fine because it never looked like Airdrie were going to score. And I imagine a lot of home games for Dundee United will go like that this year. Um, press early, try and get an opening uh, an opening goal and then just see the game out. And they have the talent and you know, they've just dropped down from the Premier League last year, so they should be doing this, especially at home, to, to the rest of that division being being a class above. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my charge pick. Dundee United, 4-6. No problem. Uh, I take us to Norway um, for on Saturday. All my picks are Saturday at 5pm. 
and I fancy Viking away at Hagesund. Yeah, I thought Joey was going to know that I was going to pick this. So uh, Viking away yeah. at Hagesund. Um, Viking are joint. You're not top of the league, but they're they're joint on points at the top of the league uh, with Bodo Glimt, currently behind on goal difference. Um, both got 45 points from their 20 games. Hagesund are in 12th, which is just outside the relegation zone in this league. 12th in some leagues, you're like, hey, I'm at table form. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just outside the relegation zone, only two points out of it. Um, down there with Valaranga and um, Glasgow Sexual Health Clinic Sandiford um, they have um, <clears throat> so Viking are basically twice as good as the team that, that Hagesund are um, and they only had a wee blip against Valaranga last week but their away form is scorching they've won four out of their last five games the one that they didn't was kind of like a pre-season cup thing or not like League Cuppy Emperor's Cup number Um and uh, Haggison's home form isn't great. The nice thing about Haggison's last three games is we have direct comparisons for this. They played Moldy, Bodo, and Rosenberg, and lost all of them. They scored in all of them. They're Joey's kind of team. They, you know, they've lost two one and three one in some of them. Um, but yeah, you know, Haggison Viking, Viking are in scorching form. They've never been in this form before, which makes the head-to-head kind of you know slightly skewed in there. But yeah. I expect Viking to win this game and win it comfortably, and that's why they're priced at seven to ten. So, Joey, yeah. round us out. Give us your charity. All right. Yeah. So, uh, last pick of the weekend for me, not chronologically, but in terms of our show, it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to bring it home. Bring it home to the MLS, and I like uh, Charlotte FC to win against uh, DC United, and you can get the win at the home win at about even money. When I was initially doing my write ups on. Sunday, it was at 2.2, so it's already come in a little bit. Um, that's going to be on Sunday at 12.30 a.m. If anyone fancies uh, staying up for that one. I don't think that'll be a wake-up early for that. That's more of a, yeah, you're just still up. You're just up. <laughs> that's more Andy um, hours than mine, to be honest, Nate. I'll give you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, so we've got a playoff battle here with uh, ninth place DC United traveling to Charlotte, looking not to lose ground on their two-point lead for the last playoff spot but I really just can't see past a home win here. Charlotte's hit three points behind DC for the last playoff spot. They've been outstanding at home, picking up nine wins in the last 14 home matches and losing just once during that stretch. DC United, on the other hand, have been okay at home, probably mid-table, um, but they've really struggled away from home with nine losses in their last 13 away matches. And they've lost by two-plus goals in four of their last eight away matches. Charlotte has been rounding into form lately with only two losses in their last 14 overall. They should have more than enough quality with Carol Schwederski on the pitch, um, sort of pulling the strings. And Scott Arfield's there, too. Um, he's he's really slotted in. And they should be able to pick up a really straightforward win. They've, uh, in the four historical meetings, they've split it two wins for each side. But in the one meeting at Charlotte, Charlotte won 3-0. And then one of the other, I think it was a preseason friendly, but... Uh, they actually won 3-2 away at DC United. Yeah. Um, so they've won two of the last three meetings. And yeah, just given home form, I mean, this, this should be stick on. Sounds good, mate. It does indeed. So that's a charity treble of Dundee United, Viking and Charlotte FC. A couple of picks just shy of even money and one. You could possibly get above even money, Joy, if you're if you're quick on the draw. So I'll, I'll put that on today. And hopefully we have a winning charity treble to report back next week. Hopefully we're winning mega coupon, which is all the picks. We're going to hit it one day. One day, man. 
one day. Hopefully this is the week. Um, as we always say, thank you to all our listeners. We really appreciate your support. We really enjoy the fact that you enjoy the show. Do join us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, very active community there. I see Bruce Much is back with golf tips for this weekend, so I'll be getting in about those. He has I'll, been just be, I'll just be backing them all. Yeah. He has been sensational when it comes to uh, the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. So uh, do have a look for that. But come and join us on Facebook. Free to join. Just search Facebook for, for Trample Bet Podcast. Um, and join us on Patreon. Uh, that is £6 a month. Give something back to the show. But you get this podcast as a video podcast as soon as we finish recording it. You get the cheat sheet. So that's all the picks written down. So you don't need to take any notes. The middle section with some extra picks and some extra content shows along the way too. So loads of good stuff. www.trampledbet.com. That's where to go. Gordo, Joey, thank you very much. Enjoy. Uh, this is early for me. You know, recording at 8.30 in the morning for you. This is insanity. Uh, Real winning hours that boy's up for. But we, oh, yeah. we, really, we really appreciate it and, and enjoy the, the work day ahead, my man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, hopefully it shouldn't be too bad. But I mean, I, I'm I'm just used to this. I was up for A League matches at one a.m. <laughs> back uh, a couple of years when John got me into this whole uh, shenanigans. So now this is this is just another day in paradise for me. Um, one last thing I'll say is massive match for DCFC at the weekend. Uh, we're away in Phoenix, so over in oh, Arizona wow. on the west side of this west side of the country. But we're we're right in the thick of it for that playoff push, and so. Hopefully we can kind of sneak out a draw there. Um, definitely don't want to be dropping points away from home. Phoenix are a tough, tough team. It'll, it'll be a great match. Hopefully we can uh, squeak out a draw there. Fantastic, Joey. Well, enjoy it. Uh, Gordo, enjoy your football watching. I'll enjoy going up to Tannadice and hopefully uh, seeing a leg of our charity coupon come in. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers, Gordo. Cheers, Joey. Good luck with the weekend ahead. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.